Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to Denver Hoops and Dreams. Very, very special episode today. We have a special guest who is right now in Serbia, who is from Serbia. And of course, all of the Jokic fans out there and the Nuggets fans, this is going to be a treat for us because, you know, we 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 talk about Jokic all the time. Right. And, and you know, by extension, we talk about Serbia and but a lot of times we don't necessarily know enough about Serbia or get the perspective from somebody who's currently in Serbia. But today we will get that from our friend Matija Bojevic. How did yes, I do that? Right. Did I, all right. That's okay. See, I wanted to perfect. make sure I, d- I didn't you know, mess up the name or anything, but we will call him Matt today. Um, so we have Matt here. And of course, we have Nelson Newt in the building and Jack Balsley. As usual, we have the crew here today. And we are obviously going to talk about some basketball stuff, some nugget stuff. But before we get into any of our basketball talk today, like we do every single show, I want to see how everybody is doing today. And Matt, we will start with you. I know the time difference is is totally different in Serbia right now. But how are you doing today? How was your week so far? Talk to us. It was perfect. I mean, after these two games uh, we were discussing like privately, if we win these two games, the mood will be perfect. So right. the, the mood in Belgrade, at least around my neighborhood, is is perfect. Uh, more and more people are jumping in, man. I mean, people are people know about the Nuggets, um, uh, and uh, this could be this could be the year. This could be the could year. Be. I have been involved for the past eight seasons. I've been watching him play in Belgrade in Mega Basket. That's the, the previous club that, that he played for. And after eight years of struggling, right, going through the process of, of, of rebuilding a team, uh, the organization having trust in him to play around him, that was something that nobody knew that, that is going to happen in the NBA, that you're going to have a point center, right? Yeah. So this, this uh, and especially as, as the achievements started right to to come up back-to-back mvp more and more of his countrymen and women started paying attention and now now they people like to talk about him people follow the nuggets even though the games are 4 a.m maybe 4 <laughs> 30 <laughs> but, but we manage we we uh, I, we watched the game this morning Two of my uh, two of my closest friends. Um, I imagine perhaps if they were awake, my cousins as well. <laughs> so we also analyzed the game. Some of the family members, friends, and th- this is, I would say, long story short, this is a a, a, a basketball country. People nice. love basketball in Serbia, in all of the ex-Yugoslav countries too. And this is just a treat to have the Nuggets be the first team in the West. To be a true contender, we have Jamal now that is actually well known in Serbia, more nice. so than, than you may think. And we have MPJ healthy. AG is basically family now, right? He's Mr. Nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we were ready for it. And I am thrilled, man. We're 2-0. and We will discuss the games and see what could be done better. Or maybe if we were lucky a little bit. Or Let's go. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Jack, talk to us, man. How, how, how are you doing so far, man? Doing good. I mean, it's really cool. The special guest like Matt here, so that's, you know, going to be the highlight. But, uh, you know, a little stressed last night, at least in the third quarter. But, you know, my, my mood's back. We're excited. 
<laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Nelson, of course, you set this whole thing up, man. Oh, so how are you doing, man? How's it going? I'm doing good. Um, I set it up because of, um, you know, also kind of getting to know Chris Marlowe a little bit. We actually have a common a common friend and um, I commented about something and Matt was uh, on the thread and um, Chris Marlowe was on the thread. And so that was a, a fun introduction and what a great, um, what a great pleasure it is to have him on the show today with us. I think um, I've got a big smile on my face cause it's just fun to hear you know, his perspective and what's going on in his country as far as um, this fine young man. And that's what he is. He's a good man. Um, Nicola is a, a treasure. Um, we don't see people like him often. He's just a soft-spoken, hardworking basketball player and I, I mean, I know he's the greatest nugget of all time, and we're just lucky to have him, and we're lucky to have Matt on the on the show today to talk about it. Absolutely. Well, Matt, go ahead. Uh, it's a pleasure. As, as we were discussing, I had the pleasure of basically doing an article for, let's let's call it a Serbian version of the Time magazine. This, nice. this would be a magazine that basically deals with serious social and political issues in our country, uh, has great prestige and history, and um, you know, just uh, circumstances kind of connected me with the editors, and they knew that, that I have a passion for basketball, especially the Denver Nuggets, and I had a suggestion. I said I could write something that would be you know, not slightly different, but completely different to what you get in daily sports papers, right? Where you get a stat sheet, a bombastic headline, Yoke crushed this team or that team. <laughs> so this was the, uh, my idea was to tell a story through the lens of people from Denver, right? People that get to see him play, see him work, and that at least um, indirectly got to know him as a, as a human being, as a person, at least as Adam Mare said, a shadow of him. So this, this was aimed to, uh, to just explain the situation his situation in Denver and um, um, his achievements in Denver to, I would say, the elderly in Serbia. Nice. So the part of the population that doesn't use TikTok, YouTube, or all these new modern applications, they still buy weekly papers. So the idea was to just to, to pick the mind of, of, of uh, in this particular article, uh, a brilliant basketball mind like Adam Mares, who really covers with his team, who covers the team on a daily basis. And, of course, our favorite guy in Serbia, and that's the voice of the Nuggets, uh, Chris Marlowe. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm really grateful to, for the opportunity to talk to them. Uh, the article it was basically published today, and I will send you all some copies and translations. Uh, at least you can have one in, in like traditional Serbian Silitic Celeric alphabet yeah, called sure. Yeah, my my favorite um, one of my favorite Marlowe um, calls is um, when Nicola hits a three. He says striker, and now I <laughs> now I I might have uh, butchered that a little bit, but 
Um, I think that's a funny translation, if you wouldn't mind. Um, because he, I think, I believe he got that from you. Um, or at he least got a, he got it from a from a guy. Uh, basically, somebody told him, Chris, remember that day in in a in, in a certain American city where the Nuggets were um, the away team, and he said, I told you just when he's when he swishes a free, just say Troika <laughs> out loud. So, so whoever gets to stream, or when we get the stream uh, where Chris is the uh, the option to to listen to, which it, I always switch to our own commentators. That's Chris and Scott Hastings. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, when he says that, and especially if we get together in a bar, if it's an earlier game in our time, that would be midnight, one a.m. We would close up the bar and just stream the game. And when he says it, it's around on the entire bar. So that's, that's, <laughs> that is awesome. That yeah. is awesome. Yeah, it's it's that was just a, great a, small, story. a small local tradition. That is really, really, really cool. That's Listen, beautiful. Guys, so, so of course, um, so last, well, last night for us, this morning for you, Matt, um, we did witness the Nuggets go up 2-0 in the series versus the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, just watching the game last night, because I did watch it with one of my friends as well, and just kind of going through the motions that I'm sure all of you went through, you know, your your that that first quarter, the second quarter, you're at that that high, right? Like you're like, okay, this is this is what we like to see. Maybe the Nuggets are just gonna kind of run through this team, and then of course you get to the third quarter, and there's a different emotion starting to seep in because you know once that you started to see that lead just get knocked down two points, three points here, then it went from what the Nuggets were about 21 last night, and then all of a sudden it got down to eight, then it got down to five, then it got down to three, and you're sitting there looking at the TV like. What is happening? Why, 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 why is this happening? And um, But I, I, I'll tell you guys, I did like the fact that the Nuggets did face some adversity in that game, right? Um, because I think that can only help the team moving forward, um, you know, just, just seeing how, how they played. And, and we did get to see Jamal Murray back in his element, right? And I think based on what I saw last night, and I, I hope everybody agrees with this, that bubble Murray thing out the window, please. Right. There is no more bubble Murray. This is just what Jamal Murray is. He's just an excellent playoff performer. That is it. I mean, he 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 loves the bright lights. Um, Nelson, what what did you see last night just while watching the game? Obviously going through those those emotions there. I know the, the same thing that I was going through. But what stood out to you in that win last night? You know, it's kind of interesting because uh, we're used to this on some level. Like I said, when we talked on the last show that it was amazing that the Nuggets had the 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 um, the big lead the whole game. Like they maintained that lead because we've seen this act before. And Jamal even commented about that at the end of the game, saying that this is something we've gone through before. We've given up big leads. We know what to do. Um, you know, Malone was really. Um, very much uh, honest with them in the huddle saying, Hey, look, you didn't play any defense. They shot 80% uh, from the feet, you know, from the field. And if you, you got to get defense back into the game. I thought they did that. I thought, um, you know, it was one of those things where you're, you know, I was sitting on the edge of my seat, obviously going into the fourth and freaking out, but in the same sense, like I did have a certain calm. And when, 
MPJ went off for eight quick points and took over the game. Like he really deserves a ton of credit for that because he was tone. not mm-hmm. not involved on any level. Then he comes in and and he does that. So, yeah. and I um I'll, I'll kind of keep it on a shorter note so everybody can talk. But my thing too is I think um, the Joker's having an issue with that with that wrist because yeah. there were so many shots within four feet, the leaners, the floaters, the easy shots. Now, granted he's, he's being guarded by the, probably the best big man defensive player in the league, but I saw him miss shots. He normally makes. Yeah. Um, and he was struggling even from the free throw line. He was two for five at one point. I think he finished, um, you know, making the rest of his free throws, but early on he, he missed two at the line at one point. I think there's something more to this, um, this wrist injury than we, then we're all, you know, made aware of it certainly is bothering him on some level, but he was the, the one pass where he volleyballs it to KCP. I mean, that was just unreal. And then the, uh, the alley-oops to Aaron Gordon, just incredible. Definitely. Jack, talk to us. Yeah. I mean, everything, everything Nelson said, I mean, completely agree. I think that, you know, it was a little bit of a stressful point at the, at the third quarter, but you know, they showed that they can, they can weather the storm and, and kind of connect together in the end, because as much as they were missing in the third, everything started to go right for them in the fourth. And to Nelson's point with MPJ, I mean, you could argue he's the reason they won. And I know of course, Murray got 40, but with that, if MPJ didn't go off in the fourth, I mean, especially like Nelson, Nelson said those eight quick points that were, I'm just amazing to watch, especially getting fouled after just sinking a three. I didn't think anybody could make, but um, you know, it was just very impressive. I thought, I mean, to finish, I should say it was impressive to finish in the beginning. I, or the middle, I just, I don't know. I was shaking my head just thinking it was the same old nuggets, but uh, with that, their good old third quarter implosion, but (laughs) you know, at the same time, I I mean, I understood why only, uh, Brown, Brown and green played. Um, so (laughs) sounds like a law firm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, uh, even, even, uh, yeah, I wasn't super impressed with Jermichael green or Jermichael. Wow. That, yeah, that's Jeff giving Green. us a little bit. Yeah, 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 I know. I, I remember being always used to be so confused on those stat sheets. Um, no, yeah, with Jeff Green, I mean, his de- defense was a little, little rusty, especially in the third. Uh, that that did kind of concern me, but at the same time, I knew Malone would be Malone, where he would play him no matter if they're playing good or bad, which is just always a head scratcher. Um, but again, they toughed through it. Everybody kind of came out on top. I think. For me, the biggest thing of the night was the foul trouble that it seemed everybody got into. Yeah. Because Bruce Brown had four. MPJ had four. Gordon almost fouled out. Jokic almost, or he got to four. And then, of course, on the Timberwolves side, three of their starters hit five. So I was just waiting. And then two of them hit four. So, I mean, I was just waiting for someone to get ej- or to foul out. So the fact that that didn't happen is extremely impressive on both sides. Gotcha. Matt, talk to us. What were you going, what was going through your mind, man? But first, first, I would say it, the refs did a terrible job. I mean, the, they were calling something. There were so many soft calls. 
obvious fouls were not called, like smashing a hand into <laughs> Yoke's face, yeah. and everybody yeah. sees it, and mm-hmm. it's just it. He was not flopping, man. He got <laughs> he got smacked across <laughs> the face. But I would say, look, they endured. They showed maturity. I would say the eight eight zero run. It was MPJ versus Timberwolves, and uh, I would say that three pointer plus one. That's that saved that that was the that that was W that saved the game. You mm-hmm. could see just the energy changing. Yoke was screaming. He almost never does that. He was like, "Yes, let's go." They just changed the energy. And I heard some comments. Maybe the fact that the the foul wasn't called, you know, just just before we started breaking down a little bit, that that woke him up a little bit. A couple of sharp passes, good plays, and an MPJ. That's what got us the dub. Regardless of incredible performance by Jamal. I mean, I'm so happy for him. He is absolutely incredible player. Uh, mentally incredibly tough. Let's even, let's even not talk about his talent and physical ability. That will only continue to grow, mm-hmm. I, I believe. <laughs> so these are just like quick takes takeaways but i would say mpj definitely won us that game gotcha gotcha you know what i i think we, we are all in agreement um i think he set the tone for the rest of the game because i'll tell you guys i in my mind i thought the nuggets would lose like right when that fourth quarter had started i'm like i'm thinking look what anthony edwards is doing like and then Rudy yeah. Gobert is, is crashing the boards and Cat is hitting threes now and Mike Conley is running behind the screens and hitting threes so it's like all of their players started to get into it and even uh, Torian Prince I mean I know he ended with um, I think he had like five fouls and he he had to sit down pretty early I believe in that fourth but either way it just it just felt like the the momentum had shifted so much I did not think the Nuggets had enough to just stop that. And of course, MPJ was like, yeah, I know you hadn't seen me in the first three quarters, but uh, let me show you guys what my value is to this team. And he sure did. He, like you guys said, I mean, he won the game for the Nuggets. And looking at the stat sheet, right, we can talk about MPJ and his his fourth quarter um, excellence. We can talk about Jamal Murray, but it's so funny how because Jamal Murray played so well and had the 40, it always seems like he has a battle with some of the, the the guy on the other team like going back to the donovan mitchell situation in the in the bubble but nikola Jokic ended the game with 27 9 and 9 and it felt like he had a just a pretty pedestrian game it just felt like he just had a he didn't because we you know nelson brought it up about his risk because i agree with that too i do believe it is a little bit more injured than 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 they're they're letting us know but he's not going to go out there and miss a playoff game like he's gonna he's gonna battle through that regardless um, so I thought that that was, but it's, it, that game last night was, was incredible. Now I'll tell you guys this. Um, I don't know if you guys saw a quote, um, I believe Harrison wind had posted a quote from Michael Malone, right? Let me, let me pull, let me pull the quote up, man. The second I saw this quote, it put the biggest smile on my face. So Michael Malone said this on game three, he said, we know it's going to be a crazy environment there. Their fans have been asking for Denver. Well, here we come. 
Listen, man, I know what we've said about Michael Malone in the past, but you see that quote right there, that got me so hyped just thinking about what Game 3 has in store and um, just him having that confidence in the team going into that that hostile environment because those games will not be easy. Um, so I know, I know it's going to be a little crazy, but Matt, what are your thoughts, obviously going into game three, going on the road now, we know the Nuggets had not played well on the road throughout the season. Um, what are your thoughts on the next game that's coming up in Minnesota? We need to win one of the next two. If we do that, if the Nuggets beat them, just one of the next two, it it is over in five games. That's, that's, so they're going to, they're going to come in a hostile environment. No question about that. They were chanting, we want Denver, right? Well, Malone said, here we come. So it's, they're going to be physical. Uh, I wouldn't say that it's wise for them, was it, was it Edwards, to announce before the game, we need to make hard, hard fouls or whatever. That's going to make the league and, and the referees pay attention. So, but, but the team should expect that. And we should ex- ex- we should expect they should expect to see Cat shooting much better. I mean, he is terrible for the for the past two games. He has been terrible. Yeah, he just it looks like he can't find the rhythm. He gets shots up. He just nothing goes in. I mean, he had like twelve points last night. Am I right? I think so. I think so. Even yeah, 13. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got they got 44 from Anthony Edwards, 19 from Rudy, if unless I'm mistaken. So we should Rudy expect, played well. Yeah, Rudy Rudy played well, I would say. Rudy played well. He should really control his emotions, but we don't care about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's good for us. But, yes, but yes it is. just stay locked in and play fast. I, I, I had a feeling that they slowed down in that third quarter. They just slowed down. It was half-court half offense, 22, 24-second possessions. Just speed that up. Let the ball fly. Somebody will be open. And eventually, the ball finds MPJ. I mean, and it's over for them. So just keep, keep, keep up the intensity for the entire four, four quarters, and we'll be fine. We need just one game in Minnesota. One game. Gotcha. Jack, talk to us. What do you expect going towards game three in Minnesota? Yeah, well, the first thing is I, I was once I we were talking about the next round. I'm 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 not I'm shutting up until this series is over after, <laughs> after that after that third quarter. Right, I'm not right, right. Anything about the next series. But um yeah, I mean to everything Matt said and more, I I, I agree. They just it's funny because at least this season specifically, we've always seen them implode in the third, but this season they've always been very good at exploding in the third. So I think just finding consistency, at least when they're down, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's tough because with any team, when they're down, it kind of for most teams, it snowballs at least for a little bit. Good teams bring it back like the Nuggets did. But yeah, I think it's just about playing smart, especially Aaron Gordon. I know he got into foul trouble. So there was some questions like like Matt said there were some questionable fouls throughout the whole game especially like when Murray got a I can't remember when I think it was Conley like rolled off his back he wasn't even looking at him and he got a he got a I forgot the foul call but regardless um yeah it's just it's a crucial for them to just kind of focus in last game was a wake-up call hopefully they're 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 ready to go in Minnesota I personally am not like the most terrified of the Minnesota fans like just in the sense of you're not at the Staples Center. Not that it won't make an impact. Of course it will, and I'm not going to undermine that. But I just think that uh, I think now, especially 2-0, their confidence is, confidence is at an all-time high. 
Gotcha. Nelson, talk to us. Game three. Game three. Um, I like Matt's perspective about get one. Um, I think that's smart, a smart way to think of it. I, I just think talent-wise, and I think we all agree, there's really no comparison when you don't when they don't have Nas Reed and McDaniel. And even when they do have those two, the Nuggets are just too talented for this team. Um, what in the heck has happened to Cat? I mean, the guys, they were ripping on him after the game, uh, Barkley and Shaq, um, that he's become a perimeter player. Uh, I, he's got a 6'8", 240-pound uh, small forward slash power forward that's guarding him and Aaron Gordon, and then the same thing with Uncle Jeff. Mm-hmm. It's just amazing the guy's not um, going inside low for – um, some easy hoops, and maybe that's just the dynamic of him and Gobert on the court as far as spreading the court equally. Because obviously, Rudy Gobert is not going to be an outside in player, he's going to be, you know, working in the inside. Um, and so maybe that's the dynamic that changes for Cat. And Cat, actually, to his credit, was one of the top three point shooters, if not the top one in um the in the regular season last year uh, he shot it for a high percentage actually and so maybe that's just their game plan but their game plan's got to change if they're going to be in this game um again he's got a huge size advantage super super um not impressed with his performance so far and love what the nuggets could do i i think personally and i say this reluctantly the Nuggets could easily win both games. Um, and I know that just from viewing what we've viewed so far, they just don't have anybody on that team outside of Edwards that scares me. They do have some good pieces. I'm not denying that. Um, Conley's a good um, older um, point guard. I think they said he's 36 years old now. So there's nothing on that team that scares me. Um, and I think the Nuggets now have this mindset, we want Denver, that you can feed off of something small like that and make it your kind of calling card, like really, you really want us? Well, yeah. we're, we're, like Malone said, uh, careful what you wish for. And so we'll see what happens. But um, I like the, to be realistic, Nugget fan Nelson on this one, Um I like the idea of, of winning one. I think that's realistic. My hope is they, they win both. Um, and I, I don't think that would be a shocker. Yeah. 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 I, I agree. To your point, Nelson, actually, I'm pretty sure Charles Barkley made sure to tell us that Conley was 206 years old, but um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, I think I, I, I'm, I, I'm 205 years old. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to bookmark a quote cause, uh, you know, a, a guest from the show, Shad from the Drop Step, he he tweeted out that it was the first time since 2009 that the Nuggets have won the first two games of a series. Wow! Wow! Okay, 2009. Yeah. I wonder if that was the series against um, Oklahoma City. Oh, the, I think it was New New Orleans. Was it New Orleans? Or New Orleans? Yeah, probably it with Chris Paul. It must have been where they blew them out by like 58, which was like a record. I think. Yeah, it had to have been that yeah. series. I think. Oh, for sure. Which I, I mean, I feel that. like that just that just adds on to the I feel like the specialness of this season. So, 
Yeah, yeah I, you exciting. both know that I'm in the Chris Paul fan club, so that was kind of <laughs> yeah. that was kind of cool. Now, Matt, what is um just 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 being in Serbia, right? I know you mentioned that um obviously it is it is a basketball country, and you're seeing a lot more people um just really really getting excited about what's happening with the Nuggets and following Nikola Jokic. Um, just what what do you see now? Like when you talk to people, you know, friends, family, everybody who watches a game, what is that level of excitement right now um, for not only just Nikola Jokic but just the Nuggets in general? Man, it, I I would see the impressions are different. I mean, you you basically you cannot buy any Nuggets merchandise gear sports gear anywhere in in belgrade which is maybe you can you can get the the t-shirt with with yoke's number and they had a couple of hats and that's it but i i still see people especially young people in t-shirts and i ask them questions i like to interview people i mean that's that's part of my just natural curiosity i said where did you get that come come let's have a cup of coffee i saw two young men they were maybe like 19 years old one was from Belgrade, the other one was from Bosnia. And then I asked, the, both of them had uh, the Jokic um, quality work uh, t-shirts, Nuggets t-shirts, number 15. Nice. And they bought it from the, 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 directly from the website, right? So you, you get to see that now. Uh, uh, I'm in downtown Belgrade. There are a couple of bars that I, that I either walk by or visit. These are my friends, neighbors, cousins. We're like a like a small community in downtown Belgrade. So they ask questions. They give yeah. me stat lines, and uh, not many of them will will like get up at three thirty a.m. to watch the game. But the first thing in the morning is, did you see that? It was twenty seven nine and nine. He needed, you know, just just the elderly people that get. So he needed a single rebound <laughs> and an assist <laughs> and tripled up. So right. you get to hear that that it wasn't like that before. So yes, just like I was I was saying this in this article, just um, glory follows success mm, in any profession like in life. He is one of the best in the world at his job. And people are really interested in this. So I couldn't tell you what the ratings are because we have the games now on Arena Sport. So that's our local broadcasting station. They got the rights. Uh, that's how we watch most of the games. But I, I will have to ask the guys from the TV station. I plan to do that to see what the differences are between, let's say, this season and the past, let's say, pre-seasons, pre-MVP seasons, so we can do right. something yeah. just to have a, uh, um, at least um, uh, like a vision of, of uh, what the real difference is. But the energy is there. I mean, just today I had a, a 50 phone calls. Like people were really excited to hear. Nice. They asked me who this guy is, who's who's Adam Maris. I, I haven't heard. What should I watch? So there is this like a documentary that the DNV, DNVR guys made. Um, uh, it is called uh, 100 Invisible Threads. So it is basically about Yugoslavian Serbian basketball history. So from let's say, the, the, the founding fathers to Yoke, right? right? And they did a great job. And now people ask me for links. 
are there any subtitles for the elderly that can't speak English, you know? So it changes, it, it did change. And I would say that the Serb, Serb, Serbian citizens definitely follow the Nuggets now. I mean, after this, especially when they look, you're, you're first in the West. Mm-hmm. And now, now people know this is the first time in this ball club's history that they managed to, to finish first in the West. Yeah, and I and I would just say this too, and we talked about this a little bit. Um, sorry to interrupt you, Matt. Um, one of the things that I we we I saw a tweet from somebody last week, um, and this just talks to the Joker's greatness, right? Um, and the tweet was, "Look at what the and the other NBA playoff rosters have," and they started with Austin Rivers. And they said, there are four players that are on other teams that are not getting any minutes. Um, And these gentlemen were, um, you know, front and center on the Nuggets team last year in the Mm -hmm. playoffs. And the fact that, you know, they lost, um, you know, is, is basically an indication of why this happened. And so, they went down the list, and I, I'd like to share that list really quickly. So one was Austin Rivers, who's clearly not playing um, in this series for Minnesota. The second one was Faku, uh, who we all – I actually love he's him. In, he's in Red Star Belgrade. Yeah, I love he's the guy. Oh, nice. I love the guy. And, um, you know, he was great and fun and, and all that, but he couldn't shoot his way out of a, of a barn and was, you know, a great facilitator. Great facilitator, <laughs> yeah, uh, but was not a not a true NBA uh, point guard, um, other than his passing, which was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, then you have um, Jermichael Green. That name comes up again. Um, <laughs> who's not playing at all for the Warriors at this stage? Although he did, he might play tonight. I'll hold on there. We can't. We can't. Uh, we can hear you. Yeah. There. There we go. Hold okay. On. Can you hear me now? There we go. We're all yeah. Good. So, to Michael Green, who we couldn't, we who's got no minutes for the Warriors now, and then um, Will Barton, who um, Will. was an afterthought <laughs> in um, Toronto, and got zero minutes also. Um, so, so yeah. So that's kind of um, an interesting. A take on things and it just speaks to how great our friend is and how wonderful he is on the basketball court and without him this team would be um nothing he is he is i just as as his countrymen i want to give credit to the great players that play for our team and that's jamal murray Mm -hmm. who is who is a monster on the basketball court he was always one of my favorite players players even before the bubble it's just the way he moves the mentality i always love him mpj who is a uh, he's a much better version of himself pre-injury as well mm-hmm. in my opinion he doesn't look at his feet anymore he doesn't look to shoot it every time he touches it now he can he can shoot it from anywhere now he's smarter he knows the game better everybody developed let alone ag AG is he's having a season of his life. I mean, right. he was he was never as efficient as he is now. He doesn't really need to score more than 
than 15 if he's shooting 65 or 60, right? So for two. So look, this is an elite team, in my opinion. These guys deserve credit. KCP is one of the best perimeter defenders, most likely the best perimeter defender in our team. For I would sure. Say, I would say Christian Brown could be overall the best defender, but perimeter defense, that's KCP. So all of these guys are great players. They obviously have no ego issues. This is something that certain NBA teams need to deal with. They play as a unit. Yoke is like that. He was always team first. And just everybody is engaged and locked in. Everybody accepts that. So I believe this team, this is a t- team endeavor. Yes, Yoke elevates players because he likes to share the ball. That is his nature. But I want just the other guys to, to receive the credit that they deserve. Sure. So, very it's cool. a discussion we- that I have. Uh, I'll just finish with this. I said to a great basketball fan, uh, a long-term friend of mine, I said, uh, you just came in last season. That, that's the Yoke won MVP, and he was in his second MVP, MVP season. So he started watching the games regularly with me. And I said, just wait until this guy returns, meaning Jamal. Just wait. It's an incredible connection, and this dude can drop 40. Yeah. There, there, is no, there is no Bubble Murray. There is just Jamal. Yeah. But that's, he's going to be that, better. Guys, I hate to interrupt you, but um, I've had a business matter come up that I have to address in no this worries. last 10 minutes. It was such a pleasure to speak with you, uh, Matt. Uh, hopefully you. we can do it again uh, later on down the road when we – advance through the playoffs because i think your perspective <laughs> is welcome and Absolutely. we, we uh, we've really enjoyed it and gentlemen enjoy your day but all i right, have Nelson. to say Nelson. peace out thank you Take all right Nelson. jack talk to us man just obviously no you know you're you're hearing from matt and you're hearing just just the impact right yeah. not only Nikola Jokic, but the Nuggets and and Matt talking about Jamal Murray and just the way that you see how he's playing. And I, I mean, listen, we all know Jamal Murray is an excellent player because think about it in the 2019 playoffs um, when they played against the Spurs and they played against the Portland Trailblazers in the second round. I mean, there was a there was a moment against the Spurs, and I remember it clearly. And I always watch these highlights on YouTube because it always makes me just just happy and make me remember like. This was when Jamal yeah. <laughs> Murray made his name. Like there was a moment in the fourth quarter where Jamal Murray literally did not miss. Like I'm talking about for like six, seven straight minutes, every single shot from three fall away from the corner, mid range. And he wasn't even playing well prior to that moment. But when his switch turns on, because we talk about players having a switch or teams having a switch for whatever reason, Jamal Murray, when you turn that switch on, it's on it's yeah. on and and it just it's one of those things about him like if he continues to play this way and of course Nikola Jokic is obviously the engine that drives this Denver Nuggets team but if Jamal Murray continues to play this way and MPJ continues to be effective from three hitting mid-range hitting free throws Aaron Gordon and all these other guys they they continue to be effective in in their particular roles. Matt talked about KCP. We talked about Christian Brown and I still want to give a shout out to Peyton Watson although he hadn't played so far in this series. Yeah. I still think that I still think that if if given more minutes, he might vie for that best defender on the team, at least perimeter defender if given more yeah. minutes based on his ability, right? Um but of course, we haven't seen enough from him to to 
put him above the other guys as of right now. Um, but Jack, like, is there anything else that, that you're expecting moving forward right now from any of these other guys or any players that you haven't seen play yet before we head out of here? Yeah. Uh, well, to Matt's point, if, if, uh, if it was just a single person game, the Denver Nuggets would be four time back to back to back to back <laughs> uh, champions. So if Jokic was the only player, but um, no, but one thing I really like that Matt mentioned is just the selflessness of the team. I think that that has just been so crucial. I mean, you're seeing all the drama with all these other clubs and it's crazy how many clubs are having drama. I mean, of course not all of them, but like, everybody's into something and you just don't see that on the nuggets, which is just such a breath of fresh air. Cause you get to, you really get to appreciate their game better because you know that they're all out there just playing for each other rather than, you know, this guy quoting this after the game or this guy saying this. And so it, it really, it really makes the enjoyment of especially the nuggets as a fan, just that much greater. But to your point of, of expectations, I don't know. I mean, honestly, at this point, I'm expecting them just to to continue what they're doing, just in the sense of consistency. And of course, I, I mentioned it earlier, but the consistency is key. I mean, if they don't, if they do those dips like they did in the third quarter, then they're they're not going too far. But you know, they're the nice part about at least this year, especially, they're a team that learns from their mistakes rather than kind of just accepting their mistakes, which I feel like is what the Timberwolves are doing right now. Um, so I just think that since this team is so um, mature and ready and all that, I just think, yeah, consistency is really what's going to get them far. Gotcha. Gotcha. Matt, Agreed. just, Agreed. just what, give us, give us some final thoughts about just what you expect moving forward. Obviously in this series, I know you mentioned that if the nuggets win one game, you know, in Minnesota, they'll come home and, and win it in five, which I totally agree with. And I think that's exactly how it's going to play out as well. Um, but is there anything else that you're looking forward to seeing in this series um, before we head out of here? Who would be the the, the ninth guy to play some um, real minutes? Because we will need that. Yeah. Eight guys, that's, that's the standard for the playoffs, uh, I imagine. But we are a deeper team. We can use more guys. So now that they are, this is working against Minnesota and coach is doing well. He prepared them well. I love that man. I mean, I just want to shout out to him and Bruce Brown, who is, who is an incredible player in yeah. addition from the bench. Just maybe share some, give some minutes that you give to Unc to Bruce. Mm, you don't okay. need to. Yeah. Maybe Bruce should have a little bit more. He's he is a smaller man, but there's grit. There is always effort with him. Mm-hmm. He'll grab some rebounds. He can he can create. I'm not thrilled with him being a point guard, but he can do that as well. So maybe give some up his minutes a little bit, and that should be enough to give us one out of two in Minnesota. I would love it to be to be the sweep. That would mean more time yeah. for Yoke and his wrist. And everybody else, the bumps and bruises to rest up a little bit and heal up. So, but I would say we will beat them in five, just as as uh, as Jack said, just consistency, stay in it, don't slow down, no matter how tired you are, just just push it and push it, and maybe that ninth guy can right step in. I don't know about uh, about Zeke, maybe if right. Yoke sits. Just get some protection and switchability defensively if we get that lead that, that we had realistically in the past two yeah. games. So just just stay focused. Everything is working. Even if you lose one, it's okay. 
don't go too down, right? Just as yeah. Malo said, don't go, don't get cocky, don't go down too too low. If you lose a game, you will learn from it. Watch the tape, stay focused, and we we just get this done at most in five games. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, like I said, I I totally agree, and I think the consistency is, um, and it should be the reason that the Nuggets win this this series. Hopefully in four, but more than likely in five. But listen, listen, Matt, this right here has been an absolute treat. Um, you know, getting a different perspective. I mean, I know we we talk Nuggets all the time, and I see a lot of tweets and stuff, but it's it's always interesting to hear directly from somebody who's there, who's 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 seeing it every day when you walk outside you're seeing other people other serbians just 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 enjoying what's happening and i think to allow the people to hear that from your perspective this this has been a beautiful beautiful moment man and thank you for the opportunity guys thank you it's a absolutely. pleasure really thank you for for giving me the your you know the time and space to do this and Hopefully we can do it again sometime, right? That, that'll be the plan. Just like Nelson said, you know, as the Nuggets advance through the playoffs, hopefully, you know, of course, we want we want them to to go all four rounds. We want them to get and win all 16 games. So far, we're two down, right? So um, that'll be the plan. But listen, guys, for everybody that's listening right here, reach out to all of us. I'll make sure that everybody is tagged on the episode information so that you, you can reach out to who you need to reach out to directly or reach out to us as a group. But this has been a pleasure, Matt. Um, Jack, I appreciate you always obviously being on here. And I know Nelson had to head out a little earlier, but you know, always appreciate you guys. But until next time, everybody listening, this has been Denver Hoops and Dreams. I think we all can agree when we say go Nuggets. But until <laughs> next time, This is Denver Hoops and Dreams. Peace out.